0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Once again, we thank Scott Gulbrunson from Silver and Black today at LV Gully on your Twitter machine for some tremendous insight, like some really dark, surprising dysfunctional behind the scenes fair. And Andy, before we even get into this game, the Belichick versus McDaniels, revenge match, grudge match, whatever you want to call it stuff. Um, I like, didn't you think that when McDaniels went out there giving, given the stocked pantry, if you will, that he had on offense with one of the best tight ends, one of the best slot receivers, one of the best running backs, one of the best wide receivers and a, you know, pretty serviceable quarterback. On a team that just made a wild card run where they were like a play or two away from maybe going around further past the eventual conference rep for the Super Bowl, that McDaniels would have helped them elevate. But instead, it almost sounds like minus Peyton Hillis making jokes about McDaniels' wife that he's veering into the same crap show that he had before in Denver.
0: Yeah, there's no question. The the part that stood out was the you know, smartest man in the room, smartest man he knows, smartest man around. Um, those were things that hindered Josh previously as a head coach. The the ego and the arrogance that I thought he was moving past. I thought he'd be more comfortable, more aged at this point in his career with his little notebook of things he'd do differently. Um, but I got to tell you, it's kind of feels like it's going down the same road as but like things blew up in Denver because of his arrogance. Because Jay Cutler was run out of town, because Brandon Marshall was run out of town, and because Peyton Hillis was run out of town, because now all of a sudden Tim like, Tebow was brought into town. <laughs> you're going down the same road. Like I, I almost would put in my request right now. If you guys blow it up, I'm interested in
1: Devontae Adams. We can talk, Dave. Yeah, we we. Good trade okay, partners. I'm going to put it out right now, Andy. One of the clips that went viral this week in the NFL, let alone Pat's Nation, was obviously that little snippet from Arizona Cardinals in season hard knocks where Belichick and DeAndre Hopkins were having a mutual love fest on the sideline Mm -hmm. before the game. I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. You too. You too. Yeah. You're going to lead the league in receiving, even though you miss six games. You're awesome. No, you're more awesome. Yeah. Hopkins even says, I, you know, I'm just out here trying to do my job. Like it made people think like, okay, D hop to Patriots confirmed next year. That's not going to happen. I don't think that situation gets blown up as quickly as the Raiders. And could you possibly see Belichick trying to do the same this week? Like going over to Adam, just being like, man, you're getting, you're really just something else, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and could he even be talking to Ziegler? Like, listen, if this goes South and Mark Davis says, you got to move some guys, I just want you to know you always have a home in Fox. Yeah. You just, (laughs) you call daddy's here. Okay. You called it
0: before anything else happens. Because that would be, I mean, that's the transformational dream. And we are talking about a dream here. So I don't want anybody to start emailing in and jumping on us all over uh, on Twitter. Oh, you guys idiots. Yeah, they really. No, do I think it's going to happen? No. But if it gets blown up, he's Devontae Adams is going to want out. He's not going to want to go through a rebuild in Vegas at this point in his career. I'm just saying, somebody's going to trade for him. And we've talked about it. Miami trades for Tyreek Hill. Like, it can be transformational the digs example we've used it can be transformational to an offense now mm-hmm. it won't solve everything they'll still have to figure out the whole scheme and play caller and those different things that's the funny thing also they're not happy with their play caller josh mcdaniels who we would kill to have back given our <laughs> play caller matt patricia like it's just that was a very funny interview that i didn't that didn't go where i expected it to go necessarily
1: but i'm glad we did it yeah, exactly. Like this wasn't hard. It wasn't a lot about the Patriots. It wasn't about the Belichick McDaniels. It was almost like I, I dare say, and like silver and black today, it kills it in the Odyssey family. They have a huge listenership because as Scott explained to us before the podcast, Raider Nation now is across two major West Coast cities. They are a national team. They've been able to hold on to that from long before the Pats became a national team. Like they're, they're kind of international even really like they're a big deal. So no wonder why those guys have a big podcast, but I think people are tuning into that show and following all things Raiders kind of the same way people watch like a dysfunctional reality shit show where it's just sort of like, I can't stop watching Jersey shore. This is a disaster, but it's also super compelling. Like I'm kind of transfixed by the Raiders from afar. Like, how will they blow a double-digit lead again this week? Because they just keep doing it. Well, and it's funny. They're probably uh, appropriate for their
0: city and the the idea of you go to Vegas for a great time and maybe I'll hit it big and come home rich and with a hot blonde on my arm – and usually you come home with no money, some vomit kind of <laughs> dripping down your chin, and a whole bunch of regret and disappointment, right? Like, right. And, and that's what the Raiders are like glitz and glamour. Oh, they're going to be one of the four teams from the AFC West that makes the playoffs, and they're going to be in shootouts, and they're going to be exciting. And they, wah, wah, wah. they're setting records for defensive futility and giving up leads and giving up, you know, leads to high school coaches and quarterbacks that arrived on a red eye the night before. Like, there's such a, a, a hangover, like disappointment. Um, but it, it, they're still interesting because of the talent. Like Josh Jacobs is having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. Like putting he's, him a load. In-
1: he's now he is banged up this week. He's de- he's been dealing with yeah. thigh issues. That hand is hurt. They expect him to play. Um, but the guy is a load and he's he, going to get and, paid someplace. And I'd
0: be scared to pay him because he's not only a load, he's running angry. He's running. It's like open space or run this guy over. He's choosing run this guy over like uh, he, well, the point to prove, you know, I think the ego and they didn't pick up his fifth year option. I think there's a lot there, um, but he's making plays. Devonte Adams is making plays. And mm-hmm. I mean, they have the star power in this matchup. Like they mm-hmm. have the star power on offense, the ability to make plays. And that, I find this game interesting. Like I know it got flexed out, so it's mm-hmm. not. The game that the TV networks wanted, and it doesn't have maybe the playoff ramifications or hopes that they might have had coming into the season. But there's a lot of storylines. Like we're talking about a lot about the Raiders side of things and perspective, and Josh and all that. Mac Jones is going to be on the field with the guy he probably wish was his coach, right? Like it's like Mm -hmm. his ex girlfriend is at the party with someone else. And he's just going to be looking at that person all night long, wondering what could have been, what should have been, but what isn't right now.
1: Or is he going to be trying to prove a point? And do you think that creeps into the head of Matt Patricia coming off of Monday night where some elements of the offense with some of the new speedy rooks factored into the equation? And we'll get into uh, the need for speed and the rookies coming up in a second. But do you think maybe you know, like trying to outdo Josh or out Josh Josh is in Matt Patricia's head this week. Um,
0: probably. Yeah, there's I mean it's an interesting matchup. You know, I know they're not matched oh, yeah. up, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. matchup. And the Mac Jones factor of where he is, like you you don't think Matt's thinking he likes that guy on the other side of the field a lot more than he likes me when we're sitting here going over plays or he's jogging off and, and that whole thing. And, yeah, there's something to prove. Even Bill, in his opening statement this week, in his comments at the University of Arizona, one of the first things he says, you know, obviously good offensive scheme over there. And the first thing I thought of is, well, if you like the damn scheme so much, why did you? Why did you change it? <laughs> like, it was your scheme. It is your scheme. Like, so I, I found that. um. I don't know but if he it, did it
1: intentionally, even knew what he really said. It doesn't even look Patriot like everything. It's so funny because everything Josh McDaniels is doing this year is so unpatriot like prior the Patriots prior to this year or last, like not now because now like, Oh, false starts. Yeah. That's Patriot. Like, you know, oh, yeah. oh, mental bad mistakes. That's yeah, patriots like, nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, bad idea, screen passes, not capitalizing on lead, on lead opportunities. Yes, I know. That's all become a little more Patriot like, but like, everything they're doing again i just can't go, help but go back to the idea that the raiders should have been like an offensive powerhouse this year and they are they are an offensive blank house s house if anything else this year and did you see the story this week that
0: felt like um misplaced um focus or whatever you want to call it so they had um they were using this thing with carlson their kicker for kickoffs mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he wasn't putting the ball In the tee, he was putting it on top of the tee and having somebody hold it. You know how, like they do on a windy day, somebody will come Mm -hmm. in and hold the ball. So, they had decided if he puts it not in the hole of the tee, but on top of the edge and somebody holds it, he can get more hang time on his kickoffs and it might be beneficial to them. They'd be creating an advantage to Ah, their kickoffs. Okay. And I guess they got, they, they, Checked with the league to get approval, and the league gave them approval, and now the league has actually reviewed it and said, "Nope, the competition committee met, and you can't do that. You have to put the ball in the hole of the tee, not on top of the tee." And I'm just thinking, that's what you guys are fixating on. Like, you're <laughs> that's really where your time was like, best spent. Right? I, I just, it just felt a little bit Belichickian, you know, a little bit like Robert Kraft saying to Bill Belichick, "What's our advantage on this?" And he goes, "I don't know, five percent." schmuck like why are we doing
1: this like that kind of thing like is this one of the things that mark davis had one of his umpteen little private councils with josh mcdaniels on like you're over here obsessing about what's going on you know like carlson and the t and extra hang time on kickoffs meanwhile you're not throwing the freaking ball to this wide receiver you had me pay 25 million dollars a year to get and i also had to give up draft picks
0: and i looked it up you know they're 29th in red zone offense they're knocking on the door of Patriot land. Like I hired you
1: genius <laughs> but we boy. We don't have Waller, Renfro, Jacobs and uh, Adams. Like this, like this doesn't make sense. Look, either they are just completely broken or Sunday all of a sudden like, oh, they need it just the same way. Like Justin Fields got his act together. Like teams seem to get their act together once they play the Patriots or they crap the bed even more. Or they leave
0: on a cart on the third play of the game. Exactly. Um, So
1: is is it going to be a crap-the-bed game and affair for Derek Carr, McDaniels, and the Raiders? Or is this like, Darren Waller's back, Renfro's back, hey, we finally got the band together, and they'll win four games the rest of the way, miss the playoffs by half a game, uh, and the Pats will just be, you know, left in their wake. Well, I do think the returning players is
0: interesting because it could give them an obvious boost. I mean, those are talented players. That could be the core. Yeah. Or it could these sort of uh, the 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 wrench in the gears here like okay how do we fit in where is our role mm-hmm. you're trying to force them to get back involved maybe that takes you out of the jacobs adams mindset sort of what the mm-hmm. offense has been so i think that's an interesting fact assuming they are activated and and actually play and everything patriots have an opportunity there as well cuz christian barmore is practicing so they could get barmore back off ir on their side of the ball and There's i'm at five guys this week that could get reactivated andy yeah but i care about him the most because
1: well, I'm, I'm I think between Chasen Hines and Jake Bailey and Brian Hoyer and you prefer Barmore. I think Christian Barmore would be. Shime and I talked about it on Mailbag. He's a little bit kind of, and, and also Marcus Cannon. He is a little bit kind of the top of the uh, return from injured reserve pe- pecking order. A little bit. The others are, I'll put on the I don't give a bleep list. Um, I. I wouldn't mind. Ch- you know me. I thought Chasen Hines and a little in youth at empowered interior. We need some guard depth for God's sakes. Do we? I don't give a rat's ass. We have guards out there. Is Chasen Hines going to be the answer?
0: No, he's not going to be the answer. So then, when you at least if you bring
1: him in, then maybe on when you can kick out to tackle if necessary. Have you Bill seen the tackle played? play the last couple of weeks?
0: But Bill doesn't want to move him to tackle. He has said that he likes him Bill, at guard. He the wants the guards. Well, I might
1: have, to- have a choice. <laughs>
0: And Bill Knight might not be a good coach anymore, so that oh might my. be another ah, issue. Anyway. Um, Save
1: that drop, Terp.
0: Um, So the, the one thing I'm intrigued by is their offensive changes, the Patriots' pass rush, getting after them a little bit. Their offensive line is not good, and I think you can force Derek Carr into, why the hell did he throw that kind of mistakes, mm-hmm. like dumb mistakes that could be turnovers, game changers, those types of things.
1: Uche and Judon could, for all we know, Andy, right from Jump Street, they may... Josh and uh, Mick Lombardi may be scheming and dreaming of a way to stop, to prevent that from happening. As we think about Chandler Jones and Max Crosby wrecking Mac Jones's day. Uh, I actually think the Patriots bookend pass rushers may have a better day than some of the elite pass rushers in Crosby and Chandler Jones.
0: Well, I mean, you have to say right now, 24 and a half sacks between those guys there, the numbers say they're elite. You know what Josh Uche has done over the last, half a season puts him in an elite class as he's, you know, Mark Daniels had a good story today about him meeting with Vaughn Miller and he's his idol. And he's been really, you know, like watches tape of him every yeah. day. Like it's a move. And he want to master the ghost move and all these different things. So they're elite in their own right now. What did the Patriots do last week to try to um, defeat a pass rush screen? What is Josh McDaniels like to do? screen is there a chance we're in for another game where both teams run like a dozen screens we'll call this the screen bowl the screen off i think there is a chance of that happening i like their oh, chance okay. better but you like oh so you you prefer the raiders quick game to the patriots quick game well i just prefer josh jacobs to josh jacobs is a man right now
1: oh a he's man helped, on a mission if he he's... can
0: if he can perform at his best he is he is a man right now and um you know we don't know the Ramondre Stevenson health situation, how he's gonna feel. I'm you're not gonna feel great if you have to lean on the rookies again, even though I Mm-mm. thought they did their fair share the other day. So there's so there's a lot of questions in this game beyond just you know Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, Matt mm-hmm. Patricia. Like it, it goes pretty deep. It's it's a sneaky, interesting game, in my opinion. Like, a a ve- of- I think
1: it's a v- sneak not so sneaky, very interesting
0: game. Well, you as would well. think a
1: game that just got flexed out is like oh ho hum, Patriot, but No, it's a big deal. Like we hear that the Raiders could be imploding. The Patriots are trying to carve a a path, a broader path to the playoffs and get their act together before they come home for two huge games, Christmas Eve, New Year's Day against the Bengals in Miami. Uh, Also, this just in Saturday night, you want to watch Bill's Dolphins and all Pats fans should be rooting their asses off for the Bills to throttle the Dolphins. Because you want the Dolphins broken and you want them to maybe regress and fall back. And hey, if you get a chance, you root for the Lions against the Jets on Sunday and the Titans to beat the Chargers when they play them uh on Sunday as well. To me, here's here's what I'm if you're intrigued by what's going on with uh the Raiders, Josh Jacobs returning to health. Can Josh get his act together? I'll play the opposite intrigue card. I want to see what the Patriots can do depending on the health of Ramondre Stevenson who is very apparently pretty banged up and hasn't been practicing. Damian Harris not practicing at full speed. I don't know if you're even going to be able to get him for limited snaps on Sunday. So we may be looking at the other Harris and Pierre Strong as the primary ball carriers and you're probably not going to have Devonte Parker which means you're Mac probably gonna porked. When Mac is completely parked, kid. He is he is so porked. Start playing even, taps. You won't even get you won't even get parked this good at Gordon Ramsey's Hell's Kitchen, kid. Yeah, um, he's done. Uh, no, well, will we'll, the Patriots find a way to quick their way down the field? Because you're gonna have you won't have as much intelligence and experience, but you will you won't have the smats, but you're gonna have the speed. And can and will this help the Patriots offense or hinder them? Hinder. If,
0: if Ramondre Stevenson is not out there and Devontae Parker is not out there now, Jacoby Myers, maybe you get him back. That would be a nice, um, it's a plus that, yeah, that would definitely also, be a benefit. Also throws a nicer deep ball than Mac Jones. So maybe we can get, <laughs> that's true. Um, but Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, as you know, Chandler Jones has come on, was a disappointment earlier in the year. So. We we just got off a game where Mac was back to running around like a chicken with his head cut off for his life and then throwing it out of bounds back to the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage and feeling good about the play because he didn't get
1: sacked. With a lesser rusher than Max Crosby coming after him. And Max Crosby yes. literally doesn't even use a fork and knife. He just uses his hands to eat right tackles for lunch.
0: And now we're going to have potentially either Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong in blitz pickup pass protection for dozens of reps potentially in a game in what will probably be a pretty loud environment like a you're gonna feel it it's a that's a big
1: time atmosphere at reliant like super bowl for the raiders must win for the pats with a ton of mass holes and patriots fans descending on mass vegas this weekend but also the black hole like also the the raiders fans and sort of that chaotic atmosphere that i think is going to
0: be created there um I think this is going to be a stressful environment for Mac Jones yet again. I mean, when hasn't it been a stressful environment for Mac Jones this year? It's been pretty much stress. Since
1: May, it's been nothing <laughs> right. but stress.
0: Which is why I give him the A-OK to keep F-bombing and telling people to shut the bleep up and turning to this. Whatever he needs to do to let off a little steam in the middle right. of these games. But will I,
1: Mac Jones have his third straight nationally televised F-bomb?
0: No, I don't think he will. I actually think, did you see where he um, he got together with the you know in front of the team brought the team together and talked about the week and everything the other day uh yesterday on the practice fields out in arizona um i think he probably realizes like not that he's embarrassed by it or anything like that but like i gotta be careful you can't go to that well every single then you start to look bad it starts to make everybody around you look bad so i'm going to say no he won't but Mm -hmm. i do think he's going to be under max crosby chandler jones pressure um, having to score some points pressure. Cause I do think, I mean, do we feel good about Devontae Adams being shut down?
1: Anybody? by Any, anybody? any Jones or, I mean, Jalen Mills couldn't even suit up last week. So how good is he going to be this week? And Devontae Adams play? gets his pretty much against anybody. He gets his. So and you heard from Scott, whenever they target him more than five times a game, they win. So don't you think that maybe that's going to be a focal point for the Raiders? Shouldn't they just throw him the ball six times on the first two drives? But why haven't they been doing that all season? Like, this is the thing I don't understand. What, these like- guys
0: outthink themselves, t- and that includes Josh. They think too hard sometimes. Sometimes, keep it simple, stupid. Give mm-hmm. it to your best players until the wheels fall off. It's not yeah. that hard. Throw it to Adams, hand it to Jacobs, hand it to Jacobs, throw it to Adams. Like, I feel like I could coach the offense for the Raiders. The Patriots, not so much, because I don't not know so- who your good guys are and what your <laughs> much harder job. I, that's why I feel bad for, for Matt Patricia sometimes, but – when I have a good quarterback, a good receiver, a good running back, and even Matt Collins has come on and made some plays for them as a secondary receiver. He's, while he's we, been
1: the Jabbar Gaffney of the
0: 20, yeah. 2000 Yeah, like he's stepped up while Waller and Renfro have been out of action and made yeah. some plays as like a glorified special teamer, maybe their version of Mosey Tatupu and blowing up out there. But um
1: did not expect that reference to be made, but okay. So
0: he's got poofy hair like Mosey Tatupu. So it made me think
1: Mosey, because Mosey Tatupu was like a special it, teamer it, who got... I know, up but there's game. only one, and so was David Tyree. And well, now I've triggered a lot of fans by bringing that up. You want a Super Bowl, all right? Uh, sure so good. just a couple little notes and nuggets for everyone listening right now. Uh, Sunday, the Six Rings post game show on WEEI will be Andy Hatt, uh, and Kyrie Thompson. I will be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, I'll be calling in after the game since I'll be attending the game. I'll be calling into the Six Rings post game show to. Give you a little live check-in post game, little uh, post game field analysis. Uh, but the kind boys of like Chris Boria used to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, boy. If he ghosts you again, that no good son of a blank. Uh, so the post game show will be Sunday, probably seven o'clock to ten o'clock on WEEI as well. I'll be out there at Fitzy Gfy, um, bringing you all the content, interesting uh, pets and Aridas nuggets from the strip and beyond. Uh, Saturday, three thirty to five thirty. If you are out in attendance in Mass Vegas this weekend at Rhythm and Riffs, a bar at the Mandalay Bay. The Patriots are having a road rally with performers, alumni, and more. I'll be there emceeing that, so stop on by. Our pal Andrew Callahan from the Boston Herald will be there joining us for the chat, so that should be a good time as well. And uh, Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on WEI, Andy and I will be filling in for Gresham Keefe, We'll be doing the midday show. It'll be a Six Rings Monday. Probably have Judon, maybe Hunter Henry or Larry Guy. And I'm sure, since I'm red-eyeing home Sunday night, I will sound fresh, fruity, and frisky for the program. I can't wait. I was going to say. your me. ass more than normal. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, Hart. What do you got for a
0: score? Uh, I, what was our buddy's name? Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Gulberson, right? Scott Gulberson, yeah. I could only think of his last name. Sorry, Scott. Um, he said he just can't pick the the Raiders to beat the Patriots, and uh-huh. I kind of feel the same way. Like, I think this game's going to be in question. I think this game, I mean, the, the cards game was in question in the third quarter until DeAndre Hopkins said, here,
1: have a ball. Um, and then it still was in question again until Hollywood Brown was like, this wide open pass, right. why would I want to catch this on fourth down? And, and that's with a backup quarterback on the third play
0: of the game. Like, I just, this team, the Patriots are not not constructed to take care of business, never it'll be in doubt, control the game from start to finish. I'm sorry. I just don't have that faith. I think Mac Jones is going to be under pressure. I'm concerned and questioning the weapons that will be around him. That said, the Raiders defense stinks. So I think there's opportunities here. I am going to make a prediction. Kendrick Bourne will have his best game of the season. I think Kendrick Bourne will reach the end zone and make some plays. Um, I think you'll probably get some plays from the rookie running backs again. I think you're going to have to piece it together, Mac, um, and just avoid the big mistake. But luckily, you've been avoiding the big mistake for the last month plus. Um, So I'm similar. I think it's going to be in the 20s because I don't think much of either defense. Um, But I'm going to go similar to what I said last week. So probably 27-21 Patriots get the win. And I don't care how it comes. That's all that matters because you get to eight and six. Now you're thinking, if I can just find an upset in the next couple weeks here, somehow, some way, weather, help me, injury, help me, something, help me, you got a shot. So, yeah, 27 to 21,
1: Patriots get the win, Vegas. Well, we know Mac Jones wishes Josh McDaniels was still his coordinator. It's not. It's Matt Patricia. They've had issues aplenty. You all know that already. Uh, McDaniels, imminently, unbelievably, intimately and unbelievably familiar with everything Patriots However, Patriots, things have changed up a little bit this year, and I don't even think the Patriots know what they're going to do or call, let alone Josh McDaniels. That may actually help the Patriots a little bit as Patrick Graham, Mick Lombardi, and That's Josh chess McDaniels right prepare. There. Chess you can't Obacheck be predictable. If you don't know what you're doing, then how can See? anyone else know? now Belichick's plan is finally coming into focus. Genius um, Uh The Pats will look terrible at times on Sunday, but they mm-hmm. will also look quick. Uh, youthful, speedy, and just better enough than the Raiders. It is going to be a stressful environment. I'm excited to see the Vegas glitzy nightclub with a football stadium in between. I'm gonna go Patriots 23, Raiders 20. That's my prediction. That's tight the one. score. Yeah, it is going to be a tight one. Uh, just like my pants after I eat in Vegas for three days. It's gonna hit a buffet or two. No, I don't do buffets, even though Vegas buffets no, I- are excellent. Vegas buffets are, li- it's not like like some of them are a hundred dollars a plate. I know. Like yeah, uh, and it's real food. It's not buffet food. Right. No, well, I. I mean, no. There's a zillion good places to eat. But I'm gonna go out to with some of our some of our friend, our radio station and team sponsors Friday night for a nice supper. Then Saturday is gonna be a lot of football supper? and going have a supper. I mean, yeah, a nice meal, a dinner. I don't think you have a supper in Vegas? But you do. Yeah, you go to supper. Is no, it, like not you, in Vegas. You go to dinner. Well, some of the classier joints, you go to supper. I think the exact opposite. I don't think supper is classy. Supper is I like think of aunt's house on a paper plate. <laughs> and it's like, you know, hamburger <laughs> All right. helper. And this has been Agree to Disagree with Fitzy and Hart. As always, thank you guys for listening. He's at Jumbo Hart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. Give us a follow, rate, review, share, and subscribe at Six Rings Pod. We enjoy being part of your daily and or weekly Patriots content and community. The boys will be with you Sunday night. We'll be with you Monday as well, 10A to 2P on WEI, reviewing the Raiders-Patriots Week 15 affair and everything else NFL. Cheers, everybody. Have a great, wonderful weekend. Look forward to seeing many of you out there in Las Vegas for Pats Raiders. Until then, as always, good luck, God bless, and go Pats.